Will the Dallas Cowboys be able to improve their roster this offseason? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Lana McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. A little bit of a different show this Friday. Instead of getting you prepared for a playoff game, we're answering your Twitter questions because what else are we going to do? now? That what else do we have? I, I, <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of really good ones, though, so we're going to try to get through uh, as many of these as possible. First question from William. He wants to know, can the Dallas Cowboys truly improve this roster if they choose not to sign Dak Prescott to an extension uh, and allow him to play on his current contract. Oh, that's an interesting question, right? Um, I, I think it's it's difficult, right? It, it's uh, they have a lot of people under contract, but I think you know what you really. I think the first consideration you have to think about is probably CD Lamb, right? Like how do how do you make CD Lamb work? How do you sign some of these other? Because that's something that, regardless of what happens this year, you're probably going to want CD Lamb beyond this year and you need to figure that out this year. So even with the $60 million hit, you have to figure that out. And then on top of that, you've got 16 free agents outside of that, right? And some pretty serious names to consider, including Tyron Smith and what his future is and um, you know some other kind of key role players as well. So uh, I, I think likely what would happen is if you, if you decided not to uh, uh, you know, extend Dak and, and, and lower that $60 million cap hit, number you're just going to be extremely handcuffed right like they just aren't going to be able to re-sign all of these uh free agents uh the ones who they do re-sign they're probably going to have to take some kind of sweetheart deal they'll probably have to kind of backfill with some cheap veterans and then hope that some of their draft picks you know kind of step up to take some of those the roles of those 16 that are leaving uh i, I think improving the roster at that point would have to come from the draft and from improvement mm-hmm. internally. And, and that, not that that isn't always or usually the case with the Cowboys, and that's their kind of general philosophy of development of, of, of skill in, on their team, but it, you'd even more so need to lean into the idea that there isn't big-time veteran help coming. There isn't you know a bunch of, uh, uh, of uh, opportunities to plug holes with, with you know cheap veteran deals really even. Uh, you you likely would need to be doing most of this through draft and undrafted free agency, and then you know maybe uh, trying your best to try to take you know get some of these uh, guys that potentially could be leaving to take sweetheart deals to to stay uh, close to home. I also just think they need to make more signings, and I'm, I'm not saying go out and spend a bunch of money, but they signed two veterans last year in free agency. That's it. Do you remember who the two were? 
Jeez. Uh, Only two actually, outside. I, Chuma Doga, which actually Chuma, that would have yeah, worked out right. well. That would and work. Ronald, did, did work out. And Ronald Jones. Those are the mm-hmm. only veteran free agents that they signed. And, and actually, I think the Udoga one is an example of why they should do it more often. You don't have to spend a bunch of money. Spend two to three million dollars. Go out and try to get some guys that fit your scheme well. Um, and maybe don't overvalue your own players so much. Last year, we saw the Cowboys put a big emphasis in retaining their own, which is generally a really good idea, just to be clear. I think for the most part, that is a good strategy. But we saw them pay Donovan Wilson maybe a little bit more than he should have gotten. They paid Leighton Vanderesh. Um, they paid Malik Hooker. Again, that one worked out extremely well. I just think if you can grab two or three other veterans just to kind of fill the middle of your roster, you'll be better off. Yeah, I mean, again, it's kind of more just like plugging holes, and especially if like you're. But that's what you have to do like, in free agency. Yeah, you, I, you, you just try to plug holes until you get to the draft, but just do it a little bit more frequently. I think the the going back to the question though, which is improving the roster. I I think the the problem is like. I think you can kind of get it back to where you want by doing what we just discussed, right? Like, okay, we lost 16. You, you, you take a three or four that you're able to figure out a sweetheart deal. You signed, you know, six, maybe five or six veterans for cheaper deals. And then you hope the improvement on the team comes from your younger players in the offseason. You know, just because you may not – and this, again, is only in the scenario where the Cowboys are not extending Dak. If you extend Dak or if you – you know, you get him to a, a large deal, you reduce that number. That obviously frees up a lot more flexibility to go and actually get a a veteran who could improve the roster, get you better. I, I just think that if you don't re-sign Dak, if you decide to kind of bite the bullet on his number this year, uh, you could probably do some imp- improvement through free agent. But I would say that even more so than normal, it's gonna the improvement part is gonna need to come from the draft, and you'll have to just plug holes with cheap veteran deals. And it's always hard to know exactly what you're getting uh, with the draft. Now, here's one of the things. I think some of the positions that the Cowboys need this year, linebacker, running back, what are the other positions that the Cowboys have huge holes in? Maybe like uh, I would say you probably need a defensive back. You probably need an offensive lineman because you just don't know what the state of your offensive line is. Okay, let's say it's offensive lineman. Running back, linebacker, and offensive lineman are three positions where you can get some yeah. good play from rookies, especially running back and linebacker. So that part of it's good where compared that to last year, Landon, when you drafted a run-stopping defensive tackle and kind of like a blocking tight end in the first two rounds. I'm not saying that those are bad picks, but those are generally positions that take longer to develop. I've got an idea that the Cowboys will get more production out of the rookie class this year just because of the positions are going to be drafting. Yeah, the 2023 class is going to be uh, performing a lot better than the, in 2024 than they did in 2023 simply by, you know, number, just like by having them all here, right? Overshow not here, you know, and then obviously I think both Scooney and Mozzie should face pretty serious jumps just because of what you see during the course sure. of, of development throughout their career. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that is another aspect of this too, is those kind of the second year leap from this group of class that, you know, like we said, it said all along at the top has uh, two players at positions that take a little bit longer to develop. 
I'll be curious to see if the Cowboys consider more trades like they did last year with Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore, guys that can come in and play right away. Because I think everybody knows what's at stake here for the 2024 season. Like this is kind of your year. And if it doesn't work this year, then everything's getting torn down. So maybe the Cowboys are more open to those type of deals. Uh, we shall see. Lana, I want to talk about the linebacker position because you can make a case that was the weakest position for the Cowboys going into the playoffs. And maybe that's the reason why the defense struggled so much on Sunday against the Packers. How do Will McClay, Stephen Jones, and the rest of the front office fix that position moving forward? We'll discuss that next. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors knows that everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. They've got everything from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. We want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is over and we're getting deeper into the playoffs, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There's so many different ways you can bet like Live same-game parlays. You can find bets in, new, in the uh, new Explore tab. Or you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays and so much more. You can still bet on who's going to win the Super Bowl. You can bet on the two teams that are going to meet in the Super Bowl. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. So visit FanDuel.com slash LotDon and make your first bet a layup with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We want to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Lena, let's get to some questions about the linebacker. I mean, we've got we've got a million about the linebacker. Yeah. One from Chris says, with Leighton Van Resch and Overshone coming off injuries and with Bell's struggles and with Madame Clark's struggles, how do we expect the Cowboys to attack the linebacker group this offseason? Well, I think Overshone is coming back. I, I would not count on Leighton Van Resch anymore. Um, um, no. I'm uh no. i i yeah i mean i I would be shocked if he comes back next year he was uh, on the field on sunday I, I don't know if you saw that he was yeah i did i did linebackers hyped which is awesome i have some serious doubts that van der esch will ever play again yeah me too 
uh, and I'm not anticipating that. So I would say not to anticipate him coming back. You know, they can go draft a guy. I imagine they take one in the first three rounds probably somewhere, and that should be enough. I I, I think that there's been a little too much made of the linebacker issue, and, and frankly, too much made of, of the general issues with stopping the run. Uh, I mean, I think it's it it it, it, it this isn't what like you know I, I Katie Drummond actually this morning did a whole tweet series about someone had posted the video of the Cowboys loss in the playoffs to the Rams and that is what bad oh, run CJ Anderson game yeah the, where he had like 173 yards that's not really what happened in this game against Green Bay you know like Aaron Jones had three touchdowns yes but I, I don't know that this was a situation where the Cowboys were unable to stop the Packers run game. And that's why they lost. I think they lost because Aaron, uh, because Jordan love had the single greatest EPA cr- uh, creating performance by a quarterback in the entire season against the Cowboys yeah. uh, throwing the football. So uh, I do think we need to fix the linebackers, but I also think that I- I'm interested in seeing what, what bell and Clark are like uh, next year as well with overshone. Uh, but I don't know that you need to like, you know, draft a linebacker in the first round or spend Please, a whole no. bunch of money getting a veteran a veteran linebacker. I think you you probably add one more younger body to to the mix. Maybe if you want to pay for a cheap veteran big guy for uh, some early down stuff, you can. Uh, but I, I don't know that like linebacker to me is uh, as desperate a situation as as it's kind of being made out to be in in, in the in the media right now. I wouldn't be opposed to the Cowboys grabbing a linebacker around the um, around the, like the same price he paid Leighton Van Der Esch. Around the Seven Eleven, like if they were having to go in to pick up groceries that they just picked no, the I, guy I, up. I, the, the linebacker market is so weird because it's like the very yeah, top guys get paid like twenty one million a year, and then mm-hmm. if you are competent, you get like ten to twelve million a year, and then it just falls completely off, mm-hmm. which is wild. But okay, I, I'm just gonna throw some like names at you. Yeah, like if you could get a Josie Jewel or like a mm-hmm. Jordan Hicks, and those guys are both like thirty something now, but like on a one or two year deal, so that way you have one veteran linebacker. I, I think one of my fears is I don't know if they can go into the season with it just being Marquise Bell in year three, second year playing linebacker, Damone Clark in year three, and Overshawn going into year two but not playing a snap. But like year I do one, think that, really. Yeah. yeah, year one. I, I think mm. it would be beneficial just to have that one sure. guy in the linebacker room that can be like, hey, this is what they're doing. This is how we stop it. Yeah, I don't I don't think you're wrong. And I think Josie Jewell is an interesting name that we had talked about uh, you know, earlier before the trade deadline if, if the Broncos had been interested in kind of letting him go, but it ended up they weren't. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I think – a veteran linebacker makes sense, uh, but I'm also not breaking the bank, obviously, or breaking the bank in a draft to try to go get that guy. No, no. I I think a good strategy is you take another guy in the mid-rounds, you develop it, you continue to just put some decent-sized resources in. But I think the people think that they need to go out and spend a first-round pick on a linebacker are insane because it really what really matters here is your defensive lineman and your defensive tackles. If those guys go, don't get better, I don't think it's going to matter too much who you have at linebacker. Yeah, and again cuz uh, even then it, like with linebacker it, it, as much as we want to say it, the pass game is so much more important than the run game. So 
you need to find linebackers who can cover and we've got linebackers who can cover it's it's about you know on on rundown so i, I just don't need to spend a bunch of extra resources to get run stuffing linebackers when first of all they're cheap and second of all you know it, they can be kind of gotten at any time yeah. really it, the, the problem with the linebackers is there's only so many of them that are going to fit if the Cowboys would have signed Shaq Leonard, he would have made any difference in the Green Bay game because they got shredded through the air in that game. The linebackers yeah. struggled in coverage. Shaq Leonard wouldn't even have been on the field in those situations. So yeah, you've got to find the right guy that can play all three downs, but can also come in on a cheap deal. It's gonna be hard to find that guy, Lane. Like just to be honest, like it's it's going to be hard. Uh, that's why you, you solved the 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 problem up front. You know, you solve it at defensive tackle and defensive line because then you get the bang for your buck on both sides and the benefit of helping these linebackers who, you know, maybe maybe the difference between uh, one of those top guys and and uh, the guys that you got is could be made up by that just having better defensive tackle. Play. So there was another question that I saw, and I'm sorry I forgot who mentioned that, but they said with this being kind of a winner go home year for the Cowboys, would Dallas be open to like? trading their first round pick to like Carolina for Derek Brown, who had an unbelievable year, but because Carolina doesn't have a first round pick because of the Bryce young trade, maybe they would be open to doing something like that. I, I'm not saying Derek Brown specifically, but like, is that that type of move, something you would be interested in? Yes. I mean, potentially if I, believed that this was actually one of those years or, or that that it was an all-in year. I, I, I have a hard time still believing the all-in thing because I've heard this bit so many times before and the, 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 their feet never match their voice, right? Like, uh, watch their feet. So if Jerry this Jones just isn't going to want to rebuild at 80, however many years old he is, you know? So, and if that's the case, then, you know, I don't know if, like, going all-in – uh, is they're not actually if they're willing to actually go all in to trade their first round pick uh, for a defensive tackle. I mean, I I don't know. I, I I'm just about short of saying I'll eat my shoe, you know, before they do that because it's like you know I just I have a hard time believing that they would do that, you know. But it, it I like if they're actually truly truly interested in going all in this year, then yeah, I mean, trade you know trade a, a, a first round pick, especially a bottom of the first round pick for a guy that has known quality quantity at a, at a position that you need. Uh, it makes sense. But I, again, the, the problem is, is that I don't believe that this team is going to do that. I just don't, I, I, I we've never seen that. We, we've never seen this team truly go all in. We see, we've heard this team talk about going all in, but we've never actually seen it. So We'll we'll see, but I, I would do that. Yeah, I think that that makes but, sense, especially if you're if you're going for it all this year. Then yeah, definitely. You just like Derek Brown because he's an Auburn Tiger. Well, That's maybe all. yeah maybe. Uh, without looking, do you know how many tackles Derek Brown had this year? Just guess. No, but I I bet he had a lot because they didn't have a lot of great linebackers. One hundred and three. Uh, he had a hundred and three tackles as a defensive <laughs> tackle. Uh, most ever by a defensive tackle. I was going to say, I've never heard of a defensive tackle yeah. getting 100 tackles before. That's insanity. Yeah, yeah. Go get wow. Derek Brown. Wow. He's a really good player. Yeah. I, listen, <laughs> you don't need to tell me. I I, I, I remember what he was like. Uh, yeah. He had some rough years early on in Carolina, but he's a very, very I, and good that's, player. And that should be a 
a good thing for Mozzie yes, Smith. Exactly. Like Dexter Lawrence, yeah. Derek Brown, these are all pro caliber defensive tackles that had horrendous rookie seasons. Now, I don't know if they lost 45 pounds like Mozzie Smith did, but it just goes to show like that is one of the positions that takes a while for these guys to develop. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. It sure all does. Right. Uh, all right. Let's talk about whether or not the Cowboys should consider drafting a quarterback this year. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by prize picks. Prize picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. All you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is the most fun that I've ever had playing DFS because there's so many different players and stat projections to choose from. It's absolutely incredible. Plus, Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return for the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. And use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizefix.com slash LOCKDOWNNFL and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. Every day as we've got a busy uh, next couple of weeks for you, we're going to discuss maybe a defensive coordinator opening, uh, some options at the DC. If the Cowboys need to grab one of those, we'll also continue to answer your questions. I saw before I jumped on, it was like 74 questions I got. Um, You guys want to talk about this team. So we're going to, we're going to answer your questions. Our last one here comes from at honey underscore badger underscore eight. He (laughs) wants to know, would it be, that's good enough. Would it be foolish if the Cowboys did not draft a quarterback in the top four rounds this season? Would it be foolish? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know that it's necessarily foolish. It depends on it depends on exactly what they do with Trey Lance. I would imagine, right? Like uh, he's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a free agent after this season, right? Correct. So he only has one more year. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked if they drafted a later round quarterback and then, you know, continued to work Trey Lance a little bit. And, and, you know, you Cooper rush is another interesting, you know, situation, right? Um, I don't know off the top of my head what Cooper rush's contract details are, but um, I think he's got I, one I, more year left as well. Yeah. So then I think there's a likelihood that you don't do much at the quarterback position in the draft or that you, you know, you, de- you kind of did what you were going to do as far as your quarterback draft when you traded for Trey Lance. Right. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they, if they, you know, spent a, a seventh round pick or a sixth round pick on a quarterback at this point and just kind of rolled with what the quarterback room was this season. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, with one year left on Trey Lance, they've already made an investment there. I would be pretty shocked uh, if they put another high, you know, high draft pick into a quarterback. You know, unless something happens with Dak that I'm that yeah. I don't think will happen. So, uh, yeah, I think likely your 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 draft quarterback this year is Trey Lance. What's hard about that is I actually really like like some of the options on 
day. Listen, I don't think Dallas is drafting quarterback in the first two days of the draft. They have too no. many other needs. They're going to want yeah. guys that can come in and contribute, right? That's but right. Day three, it's different. Um, I do like some of the names on day three in this draft, whether it's like Spencer Rattler, who was at Oklahoma, mm-hmm. went to South Carolina. He'll be at the senior Highly bowl. ranked re- report recruit yep. coming out of yep. high school. Uh, Jordan Travis, who was on that Florida State yep. team that was undefeated. Uh, Joe Milton off at ACL. Yeah. 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 Yep. Joe Milton from Tennessee, who's like six mm-hmm. foot 10, yep. 290 pounds, has a huge arm. Sam Hartman at Notre Dame. Like, there are some really interesting quarterbacks in the day. That just kind of party. ran into some issues, right? That, like, that, like, right. That, that normally would be probably first round. I mean, Jordan Travis, if he didn't get hurt, probably a first round pick if he comes out. Some yep. of these guys that just ran into some bad luck. So, there is a possibility that you could take a you know like a, a lottery pick on one of these guys later for sure. And there's going to be guys. I I, I saw a tweet from Benjamin Albright uh, yesterday that's like, hey, Michael Penix could be a third or fourth round pick. That's somebody who took Washington to the national championship game. Right. There's just a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. I think PFF. I I think I saw the number. They like 15 draftable grades on quarterbacks this year. But I think you're right. It's not that the Cowboys wouldn't like to add a quarterback. It's number one. They don't have the practice reps to develop a guy right now because they're already trying to develop uh, Trey Lance. And how do you roster all of these guys? Because Cooper Rush is going to be the backup. And you want him to be the backup because if that goes down for a half or a a game, you feel really comfortable about him running the offense. I think your answer is probably next year, right? Especially if they don't extend Dak if they don't extend Trey Lance Cooper Rush's deal would be up and probably let's say Mike McCarthy moves on there's probably not that need to keep a Cooper Rush because he's going to be running a different system anyways I think 2025 is where you're looking at the quarterback class I do think that you you're going to get a lot more of a look of Trey Lance this season though because I I think you should yeah you should because you, you need to know what you've got there and if you have the opportunity to either trade him for an asset or, you know, show him off to the NFL to get an asset thrown your way for a trade. Or if you need to make a hard decision by the end of this year, if you want to move on from Dak Prescott or if, you know, whatever, then maybe Trey Lance is your potential bridge quarterback until you either draft a guy that you think is your long-term franchise or Trey Lance develops into your, your franchise quarterback. So it's just, you know, you don't really want to, uh, uh, give up this kind of piece. The, the, the Trey Lance piece is really interesting because it, it it keeps you from having to draft a quarterback, but it gives you like a very high ceiling uh, developmental player that you know, like I said, has played enough games as it right now already in the NFL that he could be a bridge quarterback. That if you wanted to have a season with him as your starter in you know 2025 or something like that, yeah. while you're trying to figure out it, drafting a quarterback, you know he's a guy that at least has started games in the NFL before, and, and maybe you could develop into um you know average starter. Or something. Sure. We're just waiting until 2025 when the Cowboys can get Deion Sanders and Shador Sanders to bring this franchise back to relevancy. Like that's what. No. Please, <laughs> I've already seen I've that. Su- suffered, I've suffered enough, haven't I? Like, I mean, that's that's. A... I, I did one of the questions that we got well, from somebody is, uh, 
when will the suffering end? And I said, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, buddy you gotta wait uh, a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, what another exciting episode. <laughs> <laughs> another <laughs> another happy end of the week for the Dallas, for the Locked On Cowboys show. Oh, boy. Uh, it's going to be a long offseason, It's going to be. No, it's all right. Things will get better. Well, once we get to the Senior Bowl, we'll start yeah. talking prospects. We'll get excited yeah. again. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, go check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Go check out our YouTube channel. We post videos every single day over there. Go follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. And we will see you right back here on Monday.